a crossover episode? That's the show with Danny. Danny. Hello and welcome to That's the Show with Danny. How fun is that thing we just did? <laughs> I'm here with my very esteemed guest. Let's call her the co-host. Fuck it. Libby Phillips. Thank you. Is here. Quite an honor. Well, I'm showing you the same consideration that I would expect to be shown if I were on almost every episode of your show. Uh-huh. So that's all it is. Okay. I'm not a big person. But. All of a sudden, this feels like a weird, less of an honor and more of a passive aggressive no, no, message. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, this is the this is the first so- semi regular episode of a show in a while. The mm-hmm. last two were just me by my lonesome solo. Well, you and your special celebrity guest Donald Trump, <laughs> That's of true. course, and then Rosa called in, of course, yes. and then and then even you know for a week before that show, I took a, I took a sick week, mm-hmm. an emotional sick week, yeah, from the show and physically sick as well, yeah. Well, th- well I f- I physically recorded a show. My physical sick week, I was able to do a show at the end of it. But okay. The week before that. I'm sure you remember Monday, I was like, I don't feel like doing it. Tuesday, I was like, we'll do it after re-election. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday, no way. That went right out the window. And then I did the, the sad thing. But now we're back here. Yeah. With we're trying Libby. to all get back into the swing of things. My show too, not to make it about me. No, make it about... I make my. I'm, I'm, this is cup number seven, if anyone's keeping Number that. seven. That's pretty good. You've been up for... It's 7.15 p.m. now here in beautiful New York City. You've been up for, I'm going to guess, at least 11 or 12 hours. Um, you know, I actually slept pretty late today because I have been feeling a little run down. I got up, and mm. I'm not great at math like you are. You're the math Yes, Liz. of course. So I got up at about... I woke up at about 8.30, got out of bed at about 9.15. Okay, so it's 10 hours since you've yeah. been out of bed. Yeah. That's still seven cups of coffee in 10 hours? Yeah, that's, that's not, not that even much. a cup per hour. You're doing, exactly. I'm fine. It's all about moderation. I don't have a problem. No, well, not with coffee. No. Got plenty of other issues. Yeah. Don't you worry about coffee. All right, now I didn't want to. I don't want to derail this. Please, no, please. I mean, please I, don't let me stop you. 90, please stop me. I'm begging you. I, I think, Can I just say one thing? Yes. No, I don't want to. I, I know, just thought I'm it was doing, me and you. I know, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like really 90 percent of my input on your show is me. Like, oh, I had a thought. Let me just say it. It's really my fault for having it be just the two of us two weeks in a row. Oh, come on. I think it's fun. But yeah, anytime you want to come in, anytime you want to talk about your show, mm-hmm. I welcome it Thank and I you. open it. Okay. Up. Now, for a monologue, I thought I would do... So, I don't do stand-up that much regularly as it is. Okay. <laughs> I do it every so often. Mm-hmm. Certainly not now. I'm not itching to do any stand-up. Yeah, why, what I got feel. you out of the game? So, before... <laughs> Out of the game, um, I feel like everyone hates me, and I don't like waiting in bars for so long to go up and do three minutes in front of a bunch of uh, comics who don't care about me in a basement. But you were getting booked spots for a little bit. Not like real, you know. I mean, you were... I could get on. There's a trajectory that you were on. I feel like my strength... You removed yourself from that trajectory. (laughs) I feel like my strength, and I'm sure this show is evidence of it, Mm -hmm. is in this show. I agree. No, this, this is, is your this is your my bread and butter. Your opus. My opus. Yeah, yes. I call you Mr. Holland pro- so. privately. <laughs> uh, and I'm your deaf son who's gonna sign asshole <laughs> at you. Uh-huh. Uh, and speaking of opus, let's opus up the monologue. So these are jokes. So I got booked on. So Dan Abraham, friend of the show, he's been on the show. Shout out. Uh, he and he's a wonderful guy. He booked me on his show, standup.nyc, which is at Bunga's Den in New York every Saturday. He books me a good uh, month and a half ago or so before mm. the election. Mm. 
and the show happened to be after the election. It mm-hmm. was on us. It was a couple Saturdays ago, and I was not ready to be on stage making with funnies. I was. I bombed. I bombed the hardest I've bombed in a very long time. Did you really? Yeah, I bombed super hard. I okay. mean, I perceived it as bombing. There were maybe like some light laughs here or there, but the majority of it was met with silence and I felt terrible. Were you talking about the election? A teensy tiny bit. Mostly and also, was, I'm sorry, I know you just said, but yeah. so how far was this the the sa- the Saturday, Saturday right a- after, after the election? So like really fresh. After. Very okay. fresh. I guess there wasn't a ton about the election, but the mood of my set was not happy go lucky. Yeah. The mood of my set was stuff. So I thought it would be fun. And there were I mean, there were like eight people in the room. It wasn't like it was a huge crowd of people completely mm-hmm. silent. But it was an eight room crowd of people yep. being silent so i thought for the monologue this week it would be fun if i did three of the jokes that i opened my set with okay great i'm excited and maybe we can like uh dissect this mm-hmm. a kind of what went wrong yeah see what happened mm-hmm. we can fix mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so here's my opener okay so i've been thinking about getting back into cutting myself that's the joke it was i What's drew it the out punchline well the punchline is myself i drew it out more I'm not saying all of the setup because I can't remember all of it. No, I know. It wasn't strong. I thought but, I would carry it on the charm alone of a joke about cutting myself. Wasn't strong, but that's fine. Which is so charming. So charming. <laughs> but but there had to be something. But that's not like a, what, are you, what even is cutting if not cutting yourself? Right, exactly. So that's why it's funny because I paused. I've been, you know, I'm feeling shitty about all this. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah not fun. I've been thinking about getting back into cutting myself. Like I'd pause for, you know. Right, it's the pa- It's the it's, notes you weren't look, playing. It wasn't great. Yeah. I agree. And I didn't plan this because I was like, I don't want to think about this. Right. So. Just uh, just throw some lighthearted cutting humor at them right up top. I always think that, it will, that people will find it funnier than they do. Yeah. I always assume people will be able to set aside their mental illness shaming uh-huh. and let me do my thing. But they don't. So, okay, okay, so that was joke number one. Mm-hmm. Here's joke number two. We're using that term real loosely here. I don't like the word dissecting it now. So, no, it's fine. You requested I know I did. the autopsy I on know. these. <laughs> autopsy. That's a good one. All right, here's joke number two. Mm-hmm. And this was right after Leonard Cohen died. So, I was talking about how I was I sad. I bet this will be fun. I was sad that Leonard Cohen died. And mm-hmm. I've been listening to a lot of Leonard Cohen lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he died in my basement and stopped crying out for help. So, I didn't have to listen to him anymore. Okay, that's funny. It is funny. Uh huh. They didn't think so. <laughs> Do you think maybe people just weren't ready to laugh yet? Probably. I did it also at Green Out, and I ended it with like you know, like that nice lady from Misery. And that, that got that's funny. A yeah. Laughs. Yeah. I like that. And then, and this is a joke, but so those first two are brand new jokes that mm-hmm. I'd never done. And then this is so I have a crowd work. Just shut up. I have a. Oh, I hit these strikes. So then I had a, I had a, I have a crowd work joke that I do where I ask someone in the audience. So I'll go, I'll do it on you, Libby. Okay. Great. Um, Can't wait. So uh, where are you from? Uh, Minnesota. Oh, wow. Where in Minnesota? St. Paul. Oh, wow. That's where my dad died. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but again, it's very hit <laughs> with crowd. I know. That's one for three. You're batting one 300. Three. Leonard Cullen. That's great. I'll give you one and a half. That's like 450. All You're right. doing great in baseball All right. standards. All right. Well, that's the end of a monologue, ladies and gentlemen. I loved that last Thank one. You finished you. strong. I'm glad. They that's say you're supposed said. to open strong and finish strong. 
Nice, I'm halfway there. One two ain't bad, yeah. <laughs> Almost ready to be a pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did that one go over well? No. Oh, okay. It does, right. it does sometimes, and then other times it really doesn't. And sometimes if it doesn't go over well, what I'll do, because I'm a misogynist. misogynist. You're a say what? <laughs> Whoa, what is it? Yeah. I'm a masochist, uh-huh. and I'll want to fuck myself even harder if it's not going well. So then I'll go into more detail. Like I'll, I'll be like, well, let me tell you how he died. and then Because I'll ask them if they were there, <laughs> and I'll be like, so he was bicycling on the side of a highway and he got hit by a car. Well, that isn't what killed him. That like swiped him into the middle of the freeway and then he got hit by a lot of cars. That's and I just want to know, hilarious. were you there? And can I talk to you after we show I ask some questions? And that, that's got to win him over at that point. Nah. That, that's hilarious. Thank, I They're appreciate wrong. it. And They're I think wrong. so too. Yeah. But, but it's also dark. And also when, eh. I, when my dad does die, I'm going to feel bad and sad about it. Oh, but you'll but keep doing it'll the joke, actually right? Be real. Yeah. Well, but then it'll have an actual accurate right. it, location. Well, well, it'll be like a broken clock. Mm-hmm. It'll be like it's real. Right. One like I happen to find like the one person who happened to be in the same city. Yeah, yeah. But I digress. Libby's here. Thank you for joining my show, Libby. This Thank is, you for having me. This is, as we said, a crossover episode. We switch seats. Right. We just recorded Wrap It Up, and now we have switch seats. I'm in the driver's seat now, Libby. Can I say something? Please this do. is for real. This please, isn't an impression please, please. of you. This okay. reminds me, I used to have a, a girl talk. A talk girl? What do you call the recording things? Oh, uh, Teddy Ruxpin? <laughs> no, it was in, uh, do you remember from Home Alone? Oh, sure. I know. The like machine yes. that he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had, it, there was one for, he had the boy one. It was gray. That's and so then weird. I had, I didn't even like pink, but I had the girl one. Mm-hmm. And, but basically it was just a tape recorder. But so I used to do like fake radio shows on it. Okay. And this is what that feels like to me because we just switched seats. We're the only ones in here. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't true. feel like we're it's really funny. doing anything. <laughs> Oh, we're not. The cameras are off. I didn't press record. We're just talking. Okay. <laughs> this is the only way we can have a conversation. That's funny. Yeah, it's like, I should bring in like, I have, do I have enough stuffed animals to bring in to fill out these chairs? I think I might. I should bring in my stuffed animals mm-hmm. and have a podcast with them. It's a funny idea. Um, can I, can I do an impression real quick? Yes. Is there time? There's um, can you close time. your eyes so that you can yes. really, I, I need you to, okay. Cause I can. I can tell you're still writing. Okay, this is my impression of Hamda. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Hamda. No, wait, you can open your eyes. <laughs> I'm Hamda. We. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. All right. That was a good one you Moving got on. me. So, Thank yes, you. I'd like to introduce my guests Hamda and Libby, and we've done that. <laughs> and now I'd like to move into bro time. Oh, wow, quick. Now, you might notice I've been scratching my chest a, a bit this episode. That, Those eagle-eyed listeners. <laughs> and that has to do with the fact that I was, uh, once again, I hosted Green Out this weekend, Andrea Allen and so Emily Lubins. So, of course, Lubins. A equals B, you're scratching your chest. <laughs> Andrea Allen and Emily Lubin's ext- extravaganza of stand-up comedy and high drinks and drugs. And it's a, it's a perfect combination mm-hmm. of all of them. And usually as the host, I don't get too involved in the show. I'm more of just the, oh, I go up, I introduce, I say mm-hmm. a funny thing or two. Do you like, do some time up top? I do a little bit of time up top, mm-hmm. but I, it makes me nervous. Really? Because one time I was doing more time up top and they were like, God, move it along, oh. move it along. And so now I just play it safe and okay. I'll just say a joke or two in between. Mm-hmm. Um, like the dad, the dad joke did better at Green Out. Mm. And I do, I want to shout out, by the way, and I feel so bad because I did it to Ian 
uh, who reached out to me on Twitter. Ian is a fan of Keith and the Girl. Oh, and hi, I'm Ian. pretty sure of me. Hi, Ian. And he came to Green Out, and we were we uh, were talking before mm-hmm. the show. And so Ian, and he's a very nice guy. And so during the show, Ian's sitting in the front row, and Ian's the only person I can see because of all the fog. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. Ian was the target of my Dead Dad Crowdwork show. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, you, where are you from? And in, in his head, he must have been like, I just, yeah, we, yeah. we're just talking outside. Why? Why is he this? He knows show I business. So, Ian gets it. Thank you for playing along, Ian. And it was really nice to meet you. But the reason I'm scratching my chest is because mm-hmm. one of the distractions uh the, the hot so, so the gist of the show is andrea and Ali, andrea and emily give the comics who are performing a special treat that maybe makes your brain feel funny and then during their sets they go on stage and they fuck with the performer they mm-hmm. do something in the background to distract them i only saw the first one but it's a real fun show i can't wait to go yes back. and so they asked me the day before the show andrea texts me can we shave your back on stage and you said, of course, I'll do anything on stage. So I said, with an electric razor mm-hmm. or like a regular razor? And she said regular. And I was like, okay. Terrifying. So my back isn't that hairy. So I said, my stomach, it's not my, it would be funnier if you shave my chest or stomach because that is like noticeably hairy. Mm-hmm. She's like, great. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> and I said again, please be careful. So I get to the venue on Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. And I say again, even before the show starts, I'm like, hey, seriously, please like. It it I'm nervous. Yeah. Now, when you say a razor, are you talking about like like a big? Okay. Like, I, or Harry's maybe. Or well, they don't fucking advertise this show. This show sponsored by Bic and Dollar Shave Club. Oh, Danny. <laughs> what? Um, it's, it's fine. But they don't listen. Okay, but not like I'm picturing like uh like a barber's. No, it's razor. not like a straight razor. Okay. No, it's like a regular. That, I wouldn't let Andrea no. anywhere fucking near I, if me. If I saw that, that I'd be like, it's. Well, I probably would because I'm a fucking stupid, which we'll get to. But no, it was they had like three regular Bic razors or okay. two regular Bic razors. So we get on stage. I'm in my underpants only. Okay. And my skivvies. Did you did you know that that was going to be the well, case? Well, she, she texted me like two hours before. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have swim shorts you can bring? And I was like, oh, no, I'm coming straight from come to. Sorry, I yeah. don't have swim shorts. But I have sweatpants in my backpack mm-hmm. as a backup. Just, I'm wearing them now. Uh-huh. Or I could just, I don't, or, and I said, or I don't mind just being in my underwear for this, mm-hmm. your call. She was like, And Great. what kind of underwear? Just boxers. Okay. Not even Love boxer that. briefs, just regular boxers. Yeah. So I'm up Any there. Any fun patterns? Sorry, I asked the hard No, no, questions. I appreciate it. It adds color to it. No, just plaid. Kind okay. of beige-ish plaid even. Okay, okay. But, um, so we go up there. I'm standing in like an inflatable kiddie pool. And they cover me with so much shaving cream. And I'm like, of course, this is what it is. Why right. did I even think that they were actually going to seriously try to shave my chest? They're rubbing shaving yeah, cream. I came here to get my chest all shaved. All over me. I mean, I've had my chest shaved for a bit in this very studio. Yeah. A little over a year ago. They're smearing shaving cream all over me. They're getting into my hair, rubbing in my beard. And then fucking Andrea Allen. It takes the razor and she's like fucking around with it on my skin. And I can picture exactly what she was doing yeah. because I've seen her with a real she knife before like, and she does the same thing. She, she thinks it's so funny. She doesn't get it. And thank God they put enough shaving cream on me because it, to protect you? It's, it protected me. So <laughs> thank God we weren't mic'd. We were behind Chanel Ali who was doing stand up. We weren't okay. mic'd. And I said to Andrea like, I'm serious. Do not do that. And at one point I had to grab her hand because she was getting too fucking. Andrea. Fun. And I get it. 
I'm not mad at her. Uh-huh. I have the same kind of brain where when I'm on stage or when I'm performing, my brain goes, the funniest thing, do the funniest thing. It doesn't matter. There's no consequences. Do the funniest thing. And the funniest thing is, is to fuck around with the razor. Yeah. And I'm like, you got it. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So what they ended up doing, you can't really see on my, on cam. I'm going to show you. There are like little tiny patches <laughs> all over my chest and stomach where there's like less hair where they got. Uh-huh. So I've just been like itching like a madman. Like they're just these little like trigger points on oh my, my torso that are itchy. So was come it to worth Green it? Out, everyone. It's a great show. It was worth it. It's okay. a really fun show. And now um, I, have a, I have another follow up. Did yes. you... So you recovered in the shaving cream. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have to? Was this the end of the show? This was the end of the show. Okay, yeah, so, so you didn't I, have to go back. No, on stage so I just went off and was okay. and was cleaning off. And Andrea and Emily went up to. End okay, the show that is surprisingly stuff. well thought out. Definitely planned well. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't want it to seem like we're shitting too hard on Andrea and Emily. They are no, hilarious. No, 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 no. Not, I am. Um, and their show is a joy. I love I was, hot mess and green out, but head it does there, not surprise me was, any of this. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, Andrea. Mm-hmm. How many times did I beg you politely? Please don't. I don't know. Are there veins in the stomach? I don't know. I mean. Probably not because you think heroin addicts would go there before the eyeball. Yeah, but I don't think you want to get sliced up regardless. Exactly. And like, it's again. I'm no doctor, but. It wasn't like they were the fucking barber razors. I don't think they could have done a ton of damage, but (laughs) the principle of it stands. Yeah. You've got a sharp thing. You're rubbing it on my body. So that was green out. That was uh, that was Saturday night. Very fun. Sounds time. like they're not the sharpest tools in the shed. Boom, and that's why you're my co-host, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Now I have something sort of serious to get to now. That Uh-oh. is also comical. Nah. <laughs> no. Okay. Never mind. Nine eleven didn't happen. <laughs> Trump. Right, fine. Go ahead, Trump Mr. Bummer. Didn't get elected. So I think, uh, and this is alluded to on the big show, as uh, we call it now, Mm -hmm. I think I'm done with my family. (laughs) Done. I think I'm out. Are you boycotting them? I think it's mutual. I think they're furious Mm. at me, and I'm furious at them. Okay. Now, do you think this will blow over, as one Keith Malley predicted on the big show? If it blows over, it'll be in a couple years, and it won't be because I initiate the blowing over process. Now, I know you're going to get into Which this. Which I say now. Right. I mean, I'm a fucking pussy. No, I... I'm not pussy, but I am an emotional little fucking asshole. In the non-gendered way. Yes. But what I want to say is you do seem to keep engaging, though. I do. No, so, that's true. my question is... No, by, do- <laughs> I, by done, I mean, I don't... By done, I mean, like, we're not in good standing anymore. Okay, so, like, you're not afraid to say what's on your mind. Correct. Okay. Co- absolutely. All bets are At this point, I'm more galvanized to say what's on my mind. Okay. Excuse me. Um, To sum it up real quick... Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm, I'm very gassy. This yeah. is really affecting me. Yeah. But to sum it up, uh, my family is very conservative, very red, very mm-hmm. military family, very the opposite of what I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the longest time, we've sort of just, you know, kept quiet mm-hmm. about each other's. Don't views. ask, don't tell. Exactly. Which has since been repealed. So now we have to ask and have to tell. <laughs> and so on Thursday afternoon, I get a random message from my Uncle Timmy, who now you might, uh, eagle-eared listeners of a show will know I've had problems with Uncle Timmy before. Mm-hmm. But Uncle Timmy sends me a message, I am blocked from your Facebook, from your Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fine, I unblock him. Here's this, yada, yada, yada. And he starts picking fights with me about Trump winning. And basically you were like, you're not going to like what you're going to see, right? I told, I was like, you're unblocked. Fine. You know, you're mm-hmm. not going to like it, but. Good luck. Fucking knock yourself <laughs> yeah. out, dude. Preferably literally. Mm-hmm. 
And so then he starts, oh, he's like, oh, I see you were not happy with the latest election. Very passive. My whole fucking stupid family is so... And we're Irish. You'd think we'd just actually fight with each other. Mm-hmm. We're all very passive aggressive. So we get in the Trump fight and it, and I'm, I'm sending him like, you know, I'm like asking him why he isn't bothered by the blatant racism and white supremacism. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Danny, you really are a comedian. Such hyperbole. Ha 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 ha. Try and take the higher uh-huh. one. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I asked him, are you not pissed that he hired the same lobbyists that like he swore to drain the swamp of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, this is a quote, what lobbyists, you useful idiot? Yes. Okay, good. Um, that was my favorite part. I don't part. know I, what useful idiot means. I don't either, but I love it so much. <laughs> like, but so I sent him a list of lobbyists because if I am nothing, if not, nothing useful. if not useful. Yes. So, so far I'm a top shelf idiot. I'm a useful idiot. A foot in the book comes next. That's good. I mean, that's how you that's how you people trick me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you start it with a compliment. Right. And then you rip it away from me with idiot. Uh-huh. Well, it's like kind of the opposite of like idiot savant, where you start with the idiot. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. You sweeten me up and yeah. then you go in for the kill. Mm-hmm. And so this devolves further into me, you know. I'm not going to read the whole conversation because that doesn't make it's for compelling. Lengthy. It's, it's lengthy. This went on all day Saturday. Yeah, two-parter, two days. Yeah, right. It started sat- It started Friday and mm-hmm. then it continued. Um, basically, he, he he said, I used to be such a good kid. He doesn't know what happened. Condescending. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, you know what, motherfucker? Enough. The gloves were off. He said, like, I just wish you would use your... I just... I appreciate your intellect, Danny. I just don't like that you don't use your special qualities right. And so I was like, you know Almost as if you're his special boy. Right, <laughs> which is... Which is my saying, which I lifted from Andrew Short. Uh-huh. All of my sayings are stolen from Andrew Short. So, yeah, he's a font of he's a font of sayings. Uh-huh. So at this point, I'm like, you know what? Enough. In general, I'm very shy about taking pride in the achievements of myself and my show. Mm-hmm. But here is now an example where I have directly been told, no, what you're doing. You're smart, but you're doing it wrong. You're using your smartness wrong. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? You little, I didn't, you fucker. <laughs> I didn't call him a fucker, but there was some swearing. But I was like, you know what? No. And I, I was like, you know, I, I, I listed out my achievements. Yeah. You said, here's how I'm using my talents. I yeah. work on this show, et cetera, et cetera. I've, yes. Yeah. And, uh, and you're proud of it as you should be. Exactly. And so it goes on for a little more, and then I'm like, and I'm like, stop. Just what'll get you to stop? And mm-hmm. I'm like, we'll tell you I'm bisexual. will get you to stop. We'll tell you I'm atheist. Get like, well, what is gonna yeah. get you to stop? He's like, nothing. I'll never stop caring about you. And my point was, well, you should have built a relationship with me mm-hmm. before deciding to just be a naysaying presence whenever you saw something you didn't like. Yeah, which is a good point. So the conversation ends, and that's that. Mm-hmm. And so then on Sunday. I get a phone call from my stepfather. Now, if you've been following the saga, my stepdad has been trying to call me for about a week to apologize for, I assume, for when he went through my email without my permission and found out I was having gay sex because that's something that I threw on my mom's face during a fight last week. So I've been, I I assume he's been calling me to like finally like get her off his back. Mm -hmm. Be like, look, I called Danny and and I apologized. Yeah. So I finally answered because I've been I've been. Ag- now, I'm sorry. How do you know he's going to apologize and not? Oh, to- I'm sorry. He left me a voice. The first time he called, he left me a voicemail okay. saying he wanted to apologize. Got Didn't it. say what for. And then he's called me probably 10 times since over oh, wow. the past Persistent. week. And I've just ignored it. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So then Sunday he finally calls and I'm like, fine. Mm -hmm. I answer it. And he was basically like, you know, and I answer and I'm like, hello. And he's like, oh, I just want to apologize. Like, well, you know, that would, and I said like, you know, that would have been a lot more helpful six years ago. Mm -hmm. What good does it do me now? Now yeah. that I, you know, basically, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, it was really sad. He like, f he clearly felt really awful about everything about how strict he was growing up with us mm -hmm. felt really terrible he was like you know i turned into the same crappy guy my dad was that i hated and i was like no don't oh wow like no i want to mm -hmm. just be mad at you so we had a nice conversation mm -hmm. which was nice okay that seems good it does seem good so then i'm like all right but the way he worded it because he he works in dc part you know every couple weeks he works in dc and then the rest of the time he works from home okay. in oklahoma and he was in D.C. when he called me. But the way he phrased what he said made me think that he and my mom had like separated. Oh. Or were, you know, not divorced, but mm -hmm. were like taking time apart. So now this is something on my plate. So I'm like, all right, I got to call my mom. Mm -hmm. and, like, because you hadn't been on. talking, right? Right. Because that was another. I don't right. know. I mean, it had only been, you know, we don't talk regularly. Yeah. My stepdad and I, but I had been ignoring his calls for a week. So I'm thinking, okay. oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, is this now on mm -hmm. the plate? So I call my mom and I'm like, hey, Mike just called me. Is everything okay with you guys? And everything's fine, apparently. Okay. Um, he's just taking a break from, you know, my youngest sister is having a hard time with how strict he is. And mm. he, we don't have to get into all that. Okay. But they're not divorcing. Okay. And so my mom tells me that Uncle Timmy sent her a message. And before she says that, before she says what the message was, I say, I verbatim, I say, Uncle Timmy can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> this is her younger brother who she calls chum who she who she loves i said uncle timmy can go fuck himself mm -hmm. so apparently uncle timmy sent her a message because you guys aren't chums we're not chums right. I, but i used to love him this guy used mm -hmm. to be my favorite fucking uncle this yeah. guy when i was a kid i was like oh this guy gets it this guy's so cool and funny we talk about books and movies yada 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 and so she says that uncle timmy sent her a message that said danny and i got into a bit of a row <laughs> It's all my fault, meaning Uncle Timmy. He took responsibility oh. for it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I was out of line. Oh, good for him because he's, uh, what, twice your age? Yeah, he's close to 50, yeah. if not 50. And now in my head, too, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I just want to. You want your righteous anger. Why can't I just be mad at you? Yeah. There's plenty of people to be mad at, Danny. No, I know there are. But yeah. like, I'm active. I'm finally now no, speaking I get, out. Yeah. And then you just buckle, which right. I guess was the point all along. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're back to not being fine. Okay, yeah, spoiler. The conversation okay. has continued. <laughs> so he takes responsibility. He takes responsibility and fine. And, you know, my mom feels so sad that this, that our political disagreements are drawing, are driving us apart. And I'm trying to explain to her it's not a political disagreement. Right. It's that you're standing by. This while I really, this is not like a Republican versus Democrat thing. I've had friends who are Republicans, you know, like right. I've talked to, I'm and happy to talk with people with different views. Sure. She's been, I know she's been voted red her whole life mm -hmm. and it's impossible to explain any of this to her. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, fine, whatever. So we hang up and then what I do is, so I had ordered, I had, I had recently come into possession of a Xanax pill. Okay. <laughs> so the first night I had it, I took a court, I took, two quarters of it at a time and that's felt, a half that's a fine but like in i took biz. them separate okay. like i took a quarter and then a I'm quarter, a quarter a plus quarter yes i felt pretty fine thank you math with did she take the other bell <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh there it is okay 
And I felt pretty fine. Uh-huh. And so now Sunday, I'm stressed about what all this is happening. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to take that other half of a Xanax. Okay. And my point is, taking half of it at once is much more powerful than taking a quarter of it and then waiting and taking another quarter. Have you ever taken it before? No. Before that? Okay, no. I haven't either. So wh- how did it? How does it affect you? It takes the anxiety away. Okay. It makes you calm. And what it also makes you do is it makes you more likely to say things you wouldn't normally say. Oh, really? Truth serum. So it takes the filter away okay. a bit. They say you're really never supposed to drink on it, A, because the interaction between the two is poor, and B, because like you black out and apparently people Ooh. just like go fucking nuts and like Ooh. get arrested and shit. Yikes. So it's one of these drugs that, you know, and I I wasn't drinking with okay. it. I was just Phew. lying down in my bed. <laughs> so then I start, I'm looking at my family's Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. And my Xanax brain is like, you know what? No, it's been long enough that you've been silent about this in public, Danny. Okay. It's time for you to make a stand and say something. Mm-hmm. So it starts on my mom page. I say the same sort of shit we've been saying that you're just letting a, a racist and a fascist, do, you know, you're standing, you're, you've, A, you were enthusiastic about this racist and fascist. Yeah, that's tough. B, you're just standing by doing nothing now that he's proving that he wasn't just bullshitting on his campaign. Yeah, again and again and again. You're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I am doing this at first very respectfully. Mm-hmm. Lo- you know, not, you know, so kindly but i'm not like swearing at her yeah i'm just like writing long diatribes <laughs> with facts and then her friends start jumping into the fray so okay. i start getting into fights with her friends on her <laughs> status uh-huh my aunt and so my aunt who's always been so very nice so very kind so sweet aunt jenny she comments like a Bible verse with a Bible verse which is like the gist of it is like the smart man knows when to hold his tongue Mm, okay okay so i okay. replied but that doesn't apply to her <laughs> right what, whatever well she's not a man so i replied with a picture of that first that came for the jews and i, and yeah. I said nothing mm-hmm. nice good one and she said some she said like i don't know i couldn't remember how she replied or she was like and that's from a pastor too so double right whammy. and it said mm-hmm. it on the thing it said yeah, pastor yeah, yeah. martin nice something. fight fire with fire do i remember his name no but i will i will use his words for my own purposes yeah absolutely so then she replies like that is what i'm doing it seems like you should be doing and i and i replied no what you're doing is using a bible quote as a polite way to tell someone to shut the fuck up when they're <laughs> speaking up against you know fascism yeah mm-hmm. and she says you know i won't respond to language like that from you danny and then she blocked me because then her comments disappeared from her so her comments disappeared so then it just looks like i'm talking to myself <laughs> amazing i have not been I, keeping up on your facebook enough no this is on my mom's status so oh, i don't know if okay. you'd be able to see this okay um she oh god because she posted the status it was like dear whiny liberals get over it blah 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 we your mom posted that about. it was like a meme th- it was like mm. she shared a meme Ugh. Mm-hmm. old people and memes yeah terrible combination yes. terrible combination i saw a funny tweet this is sidetracking a bit but i saw a funny tweet that was like your parents in 1996 never believe anything anyone ever says on the internet. Your parents in 2016. Facebook.fart told me that Hillary <laughs> is secretly a Nazi. And yeah. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Parents just don't understand. No. And so we're going back and forth. A lot of my mom's friends are jumping into the fray. My sister Grace, who's been on the show, says, Danny, just chill. And I'm like, no, I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I... I want to know when our family became cool with racism. Uh-huh. This is bumming me out. 
And then I dropped a big bomb, which I'm proud of. Okay. And I said, I thought our family was Irish, not good German. Oh, oh. nice. Do you guys have any German in you? I don't know, but I was uh-huh. conceived in Germany. Okay. Because my parents were both stationed there in the army. Oh, wow. In Nuremberg. Okay. So I have some German in me. <laughs> if any, like sediments from the air got in. Yeah, I don't know where I was conceived, but I guess that. I know. Isn't that weird that I know yeah. that? <laughs> well, it makes sense when you said because they were stationed yes, there, but yeah, otherwise yeah. I was like, yeah, why do you have this information? Yeah. Why is this coming? No, in Nuremberg. Okay. Um, and so that. So this. <laughs> we'll be able to have a fun reunion there after World War III, <laughs> yeah, I bet. All right. So I know that this isn't the most coherent way I can explain all of this because I'm not reading verbatim. You're also in a lot of fights. <laughs> so there's a But I'm lot in a lot on. of fights. It's another this guy named Joe Saparito. Whose side I am on. <laughs> which infuriates me. But you me gotta no read way. his good parts. This guy, Joe Saparito. Uh-huh. Who I don't know. I've never Yeah, met and who him. is this? I don't know. He's but, friends with my mom okay. and with my dad's step aunt. But beyond that, I don't know. And I think he's old. He has like grandkids. Okay. And his like profile picture looks like a, an old like military headshot type picture. Mm-hmm. Not like a headshot, but like a, you know, like yeah, what yeah, comedians yeah. would call a headshot. Right. So I assume he's of that ilk. Okay. So, so he like, it starts with him yelling at me on my mom's facebook and i'm not bagging that from any of this yeah. at this point i'm like no now i'm getting mean now mm-hmm. i'm going mean i'm like telling him i wish he would die his grandkids want him to die <laughs> all this shit maybe i save that for when he comes over to my page but i'm like you know i'm not taking any guff from anyone yeah then he starts randomly commenting on my shit now he's found my page which isn't locked down because i'm a fucking stupid Your comedian public who figure. needs facebook to advance his non-existent career uh-huh he comments so i take a picture of me like i took an i voted selfie but the joke was like like i look like shit like uh-huh. i just woken up and i'm holding my sticker and he comments wash that hair and take a shower ew <laughs> so we go back and forth it's almost like he was like what do you bathe or shower <laughs> <laughs> but he meant it mean i didn't mean it mean hurts doesn't it though i didn't mean it mean <laughs> So then, so we're going back and forth. I'm not even going to say, do you remember what he said that tickled you so? Because I don't. I don't have it handy. Um, God damn it, Danny. Oh, it was this something was the that one... he Googled. Um... He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I, I Googled. What, what? God damn it. It was like, I Googled dumbasses. <laughs> and it took me right to your page. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I, found, I have it. I just Googled dumbass of the year and it took me to your Facebook. Go to school and get and education. <laughs> Get and education. Dumbass of the year. Especially in health class. Which It's not funny. I love it. Team joke. Well, he does actually have some good jokes. (laughs) So then I noticed he deleted all of those. These motherfuckers, what they do is they loot me and then they make me look crazy because it's me responding to nothing. Yeah, they make you look crazy. (laughs) I know I'm insane, but at this point I'm done caring and I'm done not speaking up. May the bridges you burn light the way. (laughs) Yes, it's... (laughs) Flippy, <laughs> you are funny every so often. I think that's from something. You're, Just I don't think I came up with You're a classic Joe Saparito. Yeah, thanks. That's so the best thank, compliment you've ever given me. So, so thank God I had a screenshot of my conversation. You got to screenshot these with motherfuckers. Joe Saparito. Yeah. So I posted it and I ta- I was able to tag him. Real, can I give you a real quick sidebar? Yeah. 
Um, I don't remember the actual name of the website, but there is a website that is keeping track of all tweets and or posts that Donald Trump deletes. Really? It's called something like Trump deletes or what? Like that's awesome. Yeah. So that's I'm just a fun. I'm writing down on my paper. So yeah. I'll remember that later. Uh, I just Trump think deletes. that's a good public service slash fun thing we can all that's get. That's a great behind. public service. Yeah. I mean, the the tweets that he hasn't deleted. Right. Well, it's an. Insane. Can you imagine the tweets that he did delete? Exactly. So that's uh, Donald. Awesome. So I write, so I so I post this screenshot of mm-hmm. my conversation with Joe. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And I t- I'm able to tag him. So I'm, this is the status, and I mm-hmm. tag Joe Saperito. Hey, stranger I've never met in my life. Remember when you commented on my photo and, and then deleted it and took the thread with it? Why'd you do that? I was coming <laughs> up with some more creative ways to say you should just die already. Uh-huh. So Joe comments, because I did not realize that Franny was your natural mother, and out of respect for her, the no matter what my opinion is of you, I will not resume battling with you anymore. But if you were her stepkid, so fuck said, you. So I said, wait, so if I was adopted, you'd still be cool with it? <laughs> like, what? What, what is the reasoning there? Your natural mother. And he said, no, because Franny is a good person and I respect her. We can't control how our kids end up. We can only hope for the best. And unfortunately, you fell short. And we can't control how our parents yes. end up, apparently. So by either. the way. So by the way, let me give you a like tally here. Okay. So I'm sitting at 20 likes on my initial screenshot post. Uh huh. 16 likes now on my weight. So if I was adopted, you'd be cool with it. And now this That's ne- good. Mm-hmm. next bomb I'm going to drop, 29 likes. Oh, so I reply to can't that. Can't wait for this. No, Joe. My mother raised me well enough to speak up for myself when some tube steak like you decides to start shit with me. Get your bullshit fake respect out of here and just admit you're bowing out because I'm better than you. That's what an honorable tube steak would do. Don't be a dishonorable tube steak. <laughs> what is a tube steak? <laughs> a penis. Okay. <laughs> is that from your like I've, erotica? Or I what? can't tell if it's a real thing. Or not, but I think the first time I heard what said it was from Keith. Oh, so I've now never I've stolen heard... Keith's joke for an insult. But I think tube steak. I is think a real he would thing. appreciate it in this case. And so then there's more back and forth. Uh, I want to thank a lot of people came in and stood up for me there to Joe. And I see my mom says, "I'm just now seeing this." I'm so sorry about how my son has spoken to you. I did not raise him that way. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, indeed. Yeah, I did think it was a little interesting that you were giving your mom credit for how she raised you. Not that your mom did a bad job of raising you, but she that... Did a wonderful job. What are you saying? Right. <laughs> so here's why I text my mom after I see this, because now I'm angry, and I okay. think I have Xanax mm-hmm. residue. And I'm just saying what I want to say, mm-hmm. which I think is why I was so chatty on your show. Mm-hmm. So I text my mom today at 7 8 p.m. <laughs> When your dipshit fuckface friend Joe comes looking for a fight in my posts, I'm going to give him one. You're right that you didn't raise me to do that. You raised me to be afraid of everything and everyone and then berated me when I was. Those days are over. I'm sad this happened, but I'm glad it's given me the courage to start standing up for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm done being a shy, polite little boy. Which I'm a a man. The shackles are off. (laughs) (laughs) So then there's more. Okay. I am riveted. I am okay. This isn't boring. No, right? no, no. Okay. So just posting all this weird shit uh-huh. that I don't even want to get into because I don't even understand a lot of it. But then one, old people. One thing you t- yeah, he posts like a screenshot of a joke that I don't like. I don't know. Who, he posted a screenshot of a tweet that was St. Patty's Day weekend is like Christmas for black dudes who like white chicks. Happy holidays, boys. Someone named Brandon Victor Dixon. I don't. I was like Joe. What I posted, Joe. What the fuck does this mean? <laughs> I had no idea. It was like, oh, it, Joe, I know we're in a fight right now, but I, sidebar. Yeah, good <laughs> Please to explain to me. And again, like, I don't get it. 
Don't know. So then Joe posts. Uh, so 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 then it becomes clear that Joe is googling me. Okay. Because Joe posts an excerpt from an interview I did with M Stars News Ooh. to promote the Keith and the Girl tour and world. Almost two years ago at this mm-hmm. point, this interview happened. So he posts. MS, M stars. Last time you bombed on stage, in my response, I went up and thought it would be really funny to talk about weirdly dark and intimate stuff about myself, like cutting scars. I clearly haven't clearly. learned in two years. <laughs> I thought just by bringing something like that up and making myself more open, it would make them laugh, which in hindsight was very stupid. If only you would have read this before Green. I know. Joe, where the, were you? Yeah. Before the, the stand up on NYC. Yeah. And then Joe adds to that can't fix stupid. Now, Joe, you really lost me there, and I was on your side 100%. Which hates me so much. <laughs> or which I hate so much. Yeah. Whatever. I'm very revved up. Yeah. So I'm like, so then I replied, here's the, here's the full length of the interview Joe's quoting from in case anyone wants to read it. I quote the interview, mm-hmm. and I say, Joe, I encourage you to post any of the times you've been interviewed. <laughs> and then what Joe does... Uh, fuck you, Joe. <laughs> is he goes on Google Images after having typed my name in, and he... Surprise, surprise, there's a lot of shots of these. But he posts a screenshot of me taking my shirt off on mic in the studio. As there's if so that's, many of those. As if there's so many. I mean, I Dime just, a dozen. I just gave him two of this very episode. You think he's listening to this? No, he's not. Okay. So, how... I chose to do that. <laughs> it's me taking my shirt off, and it's in a studio. Why would that be a dig? And did he comment on it, or did he just no, post just, the photo? As a, look, it's worth a thousand words. He didn't have to say anything. He just posted the yeah. photo. Yeah, enough said. So I said, "Yeah, Joe, it's an it's not an." In, so I said, "Yeah, Joe, it's not an insult to prove to me that my career is well enough that random people can find out about it." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's pictures of me in a studio on Google. So then I said, going to have to hit pause on this argument because I have to go record an episode of my beloved comedy show. But we can resume when I'm done. Now, to be completely fair and honest to my listeners, it was right. this was before we recorded Libby's show, which uh-huh. I know is not my show. But in fairness to you, you did run it by me before you posted it. I did. It. <laughs> I wanted you to make sure. Yeah. So that's my odyssey with Joe. I think I'm He fucking, hasn't posted since then? Uh, let's or see, he's waiting he for you to pick it up. Then? Can we get a real-time oh, update yes, on yes, this? Oh, yes, did. He said, Ooh, uh, scoop. This was uh, two hours ago. I feel so like this I, is a real Freaky Friday thing we're doing here. Because so far this. you've had shout-outs behind the scenes and now a scoop. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm let's still stealing your idea. And I did last week. I did a live election call-in show. Yeah. Just like you did. Mm-hmm. Joe said, if you are a living in New York City, I must admit that you are obviously doing something right. Which... I don't know what that means. I don't means. understand I don't what possesses these people to first engage with you and then cave over the weirdest I don't, things. I don't, like, I how don't is that the thing that he's like, you got me? Like, it's, it's all of this is bonkers yeah, to me. It's completely bonkers. <laughs> like the random tweet screenshot of someone I don't know. Like, wh- what are you doing, Joe? Yeah. I mean, get a hobby. I get it. He's like an old dude. And I'm fighting with an old dude on Facebook. I mean, I also understand. But shouldn't he know better? He Aren't should they know supposed better. to be more wise? I should know better too. Yeah. You're an adult. No, I understand this like reflects poorly on me. I know that this is, but it feels great. Yeah. It feels fucking great. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. I'm done. Good. No, this goes very well with my uh, new hashtag for 2016 to the ground. No, that's 2016. 2017 mm, is, this? is no fucks given. Yes. So this goes, you're just yeah. gearing up for 2017. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And then it's freeing too. Mm-hmm. Because often I've worried about, oh, does my family hate me? Am I the black sheep of the family? Good. Mm-hmm. Now I know that I am. And now I know that they do. Yeah. And how is it? If I, I, I was walking to work this morning and I was like, I'm still walking to work. 
Yeah. My life continues on as normal. They they offered me nothing. I'm bummed about my mom. Hopefully that will be resolved one day. Mm-hmm. Everyone else can go fuck off. Yeah. I probably won't get any inheritance money. That's a bummer. <laughs> Should have waited till both of my grandparents died on that side. Well, you didn't play that right. But you but know what? That's this my election passion. has thrown a wrench in a lot of people's plans. I couldn't. I You know. I'm a passionate guy. It has turned a wrench in people's plans. And I, I think Rosa said something, not to cut you off, but I think yeah. Rosa said something about like the your chosen family yes, loves, loves you. Yes, loves you, yes. And that's, I mean, that's why a lot of people move to mm-hmm. New York or other cities is because... They find the people they belong with. Yeah, they with. find like-minded people. So, yep. yeah. So, so there you go. That's my life. Who needs them? Yep. Burn those bridges. Burn, baby, I mean, burn. I'm going to be fucking depressed about this, too. Like, it's not easy. It yeah. still feels... Sh- it feels great in right. the moment. And then it sinks in and it feels shitty. But... But what feels shitty about it? Because you're... What feels shitty about it mm-hmm. is that these people who... Because they're still my family. Yeah. And since I have been a little boy, they have been figures of love in my life. Mm-hmm. And now, A, they're not. And B, they think I'm a bad person. When all, which is sad in and of itself, when all I've done is, with the exception of Joe, mm-hmm. has been just pointing out facts right. of what's happening and trying to be like, is are you guys serious right mm-hmm. now? I have not been that disrespectful again, except for Joe. For the well, most part. Well, who the fuck is Joe? Who first I'm not, all, exactly. And so, I will, which is my point. I'll mm, fucking go off on yeah. Joe. I don't care. And you also. In fairness, like you said, like this is the end of your rope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This was not like a one a long time. time coming. Absolutely. Yeah. So and and there's some extreme circumstances happening right now. I'm yep. not saying that. Yeah, maybe there would be ways to handle it. I don't even want to no, say better, but there, like I'm sure there were, but more calmly or whatever. But also, it's it's infuriating, and it's it is almost like a weird gaslighting where you're giving you are giving facts like i think you said the example of you like listed lobbyists Mm -hmm. to uncle timmy useful idiot yeah and he just sidestep he didn't address it at all so it's like if you can't engage with someone you're you actually were in that like case he called you an idiot Mm -hmm. and you actually yeah then i called him a pretentious prick after that sure but you did also give him the data that he asked for exactly and I'm doing then he part. just ignored it yeah. so i i don't think you're doing anything totally. that crazy what i hope is that maybe possibly now this voice that they used to not associate with this is mm-hmm. now loudly telling them what's going on hopefully maybe some of the message will sink in now mm-hmm. hopefully yeah i doubt it but i gave it my best shot yeah so that's been my week <laughs> pretty good week it's well, fine. I'm yeah. going to Cambridge tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Tonight, actually, I have an 1130 bus. Oh, nice. Happy, what is it, Thursday, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. by the way. And thank you to everyone who wished me happy birthday on Facebook yesterday. I Was your birthday yesterday? It. It's Wednesday. So oh, oh I see. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Sorry. <laughs> but apparently, Libby doesn't know when my birthday is. No, I thought I did, but then I thought I just missed it. I know when it. yours is. So, yeah. When April is it? 19th? Nope. It's April 5th. 13, Mm-mm. 12, Mm-mm. 14, Mm-mm. 10. Nope. It's in April, though. It is in April. <laughs> right. Well, I can't say all the days. Ooh, my mom texted me. Ooh, update, scoop. Oh, yeah. So, also, I I didn't read this, but I also sent my mom. I mean, Jesus Christ, mom, I developed a tick, and your, and your response wasn't to have it checked out, but to make fun of me for it, because she would, like, mom. I am this little. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen it. And mm-hmm. she, whenever she needs to be doing that, she'd be like, 
Ooh, I know what she what he did there was he she did it back. She did it back mockingly. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm a stronger person now. And anyone who challenges me will get an earful from me. And that's when I said, I'm not I'm done being a polite, a shy, polite little boy. So my mom has responded to that, which is now it's relevant. Mm -hmm. She says, I'm sorry, Danny. I don't remember making fun of you. Gaslighting. She also didn't remember taking me to a gay conversion therapist until after the mics were off on my show. Mm -hmm. Gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Plus, it is so hurtful. what People are saying. So, yes, I'm hurt. My heart is broken. I have loved you for your whole life. So. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I've loved you too. Look where we are. I, I still right. love you. I love my mom. I'll never not love my mom. Yeah. But I'm furious with her right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm furious with my whole family. Yeah. I think that's completely fair. So. All right. Let's move on to the recommendations. Yeah. Some oh. nice light. What do you got? Cheer us up. So speaking of nice light things, mm-hmm. I watched a couple movies for the first time, a couple classic movies for the first time over the weekend. I watched Minority Report. Okay. With Tom Cruise? With Tom Cruise. Have you seen this movie? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So good. I saw it when it first came out. I don't mm. remember it that well, but I do remember enjoying it at the time. It's one of those Is movies. Is the ending kind of bullshit, though? Yeah, it kind of falls apart in the end okay. a little That's bit. That's what I thought, but I was really into it for Definitely. a big the part of it. The premise yeah. and the setup and the mm-hmm. world building, all crazy good. I feel like it's one of those movies. Like, Did you see Children of Men? Have we talked about this? I don't recall. But Children of Men came out 10 years ago, and I didn't watch it until recently, and mm. I feel like it has a whole new meaning now, and okay. I would imagine similarly of Minority Report. A yeah. lot of what's going on in Minority Report, I was like, oh, this is this is coming mm. for sure. But I loved it. And then I watched All the President's Men. That's great Which I'd one. never seen. Yeah. Such a great movie. Mm-hmm. I love a good journalist movie. Yeah. And this was a great journalist movie. And I, I I made a joke about it, but it really felt like I had watched the sequel and the prequel to like this moment. Like <laughs> all the president's men. I mean, it, it was insane to me how worked up everyone got over Watergate compared to what's going on today. Can you imagine? Yeah. I can't imagine. Crazy. And then Minority Report, everything's gone to shit. But it was really interesting watching all the president's men. Yeah. I mean, that Nixon lens. got impeached over that. Mm-hmm. And we elected someone who's done yeah. so much worse before even getting in office. It's crazy. But yeah. that, I loved it. That was such a great movie. Very yeah. spotlight-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I definitely, I, I really liked All the President's Men. So also, yeah. I very highly recommend those movies. And this isn't on my sheet, but I'm going to go off book. Speaking of good journalism shows, I recommend uh, it's a show Rose and I uh, started watching. It's an Amazon original show called Good Girls Revolt. Have you seen that? I think I saw some posters for it, but I haven't seen it. It's set in the journalism world in the 60s, and it's about these women who uh, fight for their right to be able to write for the newspaper that they work for. They're just fact checkers, Mm -hmm. and the men get all the credit for the work they put in, and it's about them fighting. It's also really great. That sounds great. Set in the 60s, really interesting. What's it called again? Uh, Good Girls Revolt. It's on Amazon Prime. I will definitely check that out. Minority Report, All the President's Man, Good Girls Revolt. Recommend them all. You you guys should check these out because Danny gives good recommendations. I do. Libby yeah. is loath to admit it, but no, I I know. Much, I, know I followed I'm, a lot of your recommendations. I'm just funning around. What was your favorite? Oh, I, you're putting me on the spot. I don't know, but I I'm know. definitely going to check out that one that you just mentioned. That mm-hmm. I'm going to have to listen. Yeah, back Rosa. Rec- Rosa's the one who uh, turned me on to that one. Okay, good girls revolt. So now a song Rosa has of the week. Good taste. Rosa has great taste. Mm-hmm. And men. I'm sort of a man. Now, for the song of the week is something uh-huh. I'm also very excited about because these are my special boys. Speaking yes. of special boys. Mm-hmm. The, my Green Day, my beautiful boys. Now, we were actually, this is so funny because we were, just, we yes. were talking about this recently. Like, mm-hmm. remember American Idiot? And where are they now? Like, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Don't they have anything to say about this? Like, mm-hmm. 
They had a so, whole fucking album about Bush. And I and I just uh, and that album I spent a couple months ago went through a big re-listening phase. Mm. So good, but then after two months, I'm like, all right, I get it. I yeah. can move on from Green Day. But Green Day but did put out an album recently called Revolution Radio. It's like sort of political, some of it, but like mm. not all of it. I mean, they're kind of like the political band now. So uh-huh. like some of their songs will have a political bent. But the single from that album, which is called Bang Bang, they played live at the American Music Awards last night. Mm-hmm. And during the breakdown of a song, they added some lyrics that are not in the original song. Little Trump protest. And let me we're about to play it. But okay. let me tell you, I, with like goosebumps on my skin... Tears welling up in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Watched this like three times. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And this is like the easiest thing Green Day could have got could have done. Sure, sure, sure. I know this is not such a powerful thing, but I was right. I was in a mood from all this bullshit with my family. No, it's good, like, yeah. Yes, Green mm-hmm. Day is fucking so this is a bang bang live from the AMA Awards. Uh and bear in mind the music is on, you know, the studio track, but the lyrics that Billy Joe, born in Oklahoma, are uh, are about saying are uh, Hometown Hero. Well, he didn't live there long. He's more of a California <laughs> hometown hero, but he was born in Oklahoma, hence his name being Billy Joe. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the lyrics in this are not on the album. This was special for the live performance. This is Green Day with Bang Bang Live. Okay. song oh my god yeah again i know there's braver things people have done in the wake of this but to me still that was just like no you know what it's heartening because it's just for like it's a good anthem Mm -hmm. and for all this great art that's supposed to come over it you know those lyrics aren't that deep (laughs) no but they get the fucking point across they get the fucking point across and also great let's fucking shout it from the rooftops from the rooftops on live tv yeah yeah i like it i'm into it go green day and i was way into american idiot so i like i love the american idiot is one of the absolute greats Mm -hmm. Absolute greats. That's so the, good. the best concert I've ever Rosa been was to. actually just telling me this morning, but she's been li- listening to American Idiot a lot lately, and it really mm. is effective these days. Maybe so. I should check it out. I bet it'd be a good running. I oh, yeah. used to run uh, oh, at yeah. that time. But. Every song is such a killer. Yeah. So uh, that's Bang Bang from the album Revolution Radio. Not as good on the album as what we just heard, mm-hmm. but if you Google Green Day AMA, uh, mm-hmm. you'll find that whole performance. Um and we're almost at the end of a show, Libby. We just have the quote, and then we're uh, we're out of here. Flew by. <laughs> this quote, I forgot to write it on the paper who the quote comes from, but I know who it comes from. <laughs> this quote comes to us from our good friend Chris Hardwick. And now in this trying time of, you know, in some ways, this is the new Civil War. Uh-huh. Not the movie, but the one that happened to America. You know, it's friends fighting friends, family fighting family. People Clearly. being torn apart. Yeah. And we can look to Chris Hardwick as a beacon of light and guidance during these trying times. And we can see maybe what words we can take from his, or I'm sorry, what wisdom we can take mm. from his words. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's what Chris Hardwick has to say about all of this. I'm ready. Give me your wisdom, Chris. My best friend, Will Wheaton, identifies himself as a geek. 
So that's Chris Hardwick, ladies and gentlemen. Wise words from Chris Hardwick. Another fighter. Same thing with Green Day. I would, my eyes, I was tearing up as I read that quote. Uh-huh. I was like, this man is fighting the power. He's yeah. speaking truth to power. And it's a brave thing to do. Mm-hmm. So check out Chris Hardwick. Check out Green Day. Libby, where can we check you out? Uh, you can check me out on my website, LibbyPR.com. Mm. And can I do my little public service announcement? Please. Uh, I am sending unsolicited emails to my family once a week that has a topic that they should call their representatives about. And I'm going to put the phone numbers for the senators and the representatives. If you want to be on that list, you can email me and I will add you to the list for your specific representatives and senators. The same topic for, you know, it's going to be a different sure. topic each week. So you can email me at info at libbypr.com. I said it on the last show. I'll say it again. I think that's very big and noble of you. It's nothing really. It it's is. just my small way no, of it is. doing something. Because that's how you react to what's going on. Mm-hmm. How I react is <laughs> I just burn everything down like an asshole. That's probably what I should have been doing. So thank you for keeping calm and caring carrying on and <laughs> actually educating people. Guys, this has been that show of Danny. Thank you for joining us for another week. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, the end. That's the show with Danny.